series is entitled, Stay With God. Amen. So if you have your Bible, um, John chapter 14, verse 27. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 27. Amen. Um, I'll read from verse 25 for context reasons. These things I've spoken to you while abiding with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. I want to talk about this morning. Stay with God. Amen. Um, it's amazing how many people today are in search of peace. If I were to take a survey, I would find out that many of us are living possibly with the absence of peace. Thank you, ushers. All of us desire a peaceful life. Am I right about it? Um, divorce rates a high today in America and across the, across the world. Um, what is supposed to be the most intimate and loving relationship usually ends up in bitterness, brokenness, anger, resentment, disconnect, and hate. Statistics today says that four out of ten marriages will end in divorce. And the others are just living together, but they're separated. The others are married, but they're coping with the hurt while being disconnected. Now, that's how we treat our spouses. Amen. What is supposed to be a peaceful relationship. Amen. There are a lot of storms in marriages. But there's another relationship that I believe that's in trouble today. And that is our relationship with God. Some people here today, you're possibly mad at God. You're possibly disappointed with God. Or you probably have divorced him. Do I have anybody? Many times we pray and we don't get what we ask for. 
We want our lives to turn out a certain way, and when it doesn't, we turn our backs on a God who wakes us up every day. Do I have anybody? We distance ourselves from him in pursuit of happiness and peace apart from him. Some of us believe that we can find our peace in our degrees and find our peace in prosperity and find our peace in trying to get my hustle on or whatever the case may be. Many of us are thinking that possibly if my financial situation change changes, I can have peace. But I want to say something to you this morning. I want you to evaluate throughout this series and ask yourself this question, how close am I to God? How committed I am truly to him? God is not your problem, which I had somebody. If anything, God, according to Jonah, when Jonah went down Amen. To Nineveh. This is what Jonah says after, after the, the fish spit him out. He says, God, I know who you are. I know that you are a loving God, a forgiving God, a patient God, a, a God who does not hold grudges. And I don't know about you this morning. I don't know if you are in a separation, amen, uh, mode with God. If you are in the angry mode with God, come on somebody. Or if you have divorced him. But I want to say something to you today. One of the greatest relationships that you will ever have is that with Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, Romans chapter 7 lays it out. Romans chapter 7 verse 4 lays it out like this. Therefore, my brethren, you also were made to die to the law through the body of Christ. Watch this. So that you might be joined to another. In other words, to him who raised, who was raised from the dead in order that you might bear fruit for God. What Paul was saying is this, you are now married to him and out of this marriage, he expects you to be fruitful. Do I have anybody? We are literally married to Christ now. And out of this marriage relationship, he wants something. He wants some children. He wants fruit. He wants that your life would bear fruit for God. Are you with me? And a lot of people tell me, Pastor, I know God. You know, I serve him. You know, I don't need to come to church. A lot of people say, I don't need to come to church to prove that I love God. But I want to say something with you. When you miss church, you miss the most important piece to your relationship with him. You miss worship. You miss corporate worship. You, you miss the instructions. You miss, amen, the intimacy 
that. Listen, and here's the other thing. And if you serve him today, let me tell you what you're doing. You are actively involved in the relationship. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. You got to stay with God. Because your peace has been temporary. You've been trying to find peace everywhere else other than with the right one. And I want to tell you something. Many people today, amen, the question today is, do you want to stay close to him? Do you want to get back with him? Oh, I wish I had somebody. And it can happen to any one of us. We can be searching for the, the right thing in the wrong places. And so we find in this, in this particular chapter, chapter 14 of the book of John, we find that Jesus is preparing his disciples, watch this, for his death. He is laying out in chapter 14, he comforts them in 14 verse 1, he says, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and also believe in me. He says, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus is saying, hey, y'all, I can't be here no longer. Now, the disciples, watch this, were disappointed. They were grieved. But Jesus tries to comfort them to tell them, listen, I got, I'm going to do something for you. This is all for you. May I say this to you? Calvary was for you and I. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, Calvary was for you and I. Calvary, Calvary, Calvary is an important place, but I want to tell you something. Some of us are looking, amen, for love, and we can't find it. We're looking for acceptance, but we can't find it. But I want to tell you something. God says, where you been? How close are you to me? I desire, listen, I desire you over everything else. Why should I be motivated to stay with God? When the world offers me all types of options and, 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 and Jesus is telling them, listen, y'all going to go through some stuff. Look at verse 12. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. Because, watch this, because I go to the Father. Are you, tell, are you seeing what I'm saying to you? He was telling them, I'm leaving you. But I want to say this to you. Just because he's gone doesn't mean he won't return. And if you understand eschatology, the study of last things. If you, if you understand that, you'll understand that Jesus is coming back. Come on, somebody. Don't get caught sleep. He's coming back. And in the meantime, what he says is, I leave you, but guess what? I leave you someone, watch this, in my place. And you know who he leaves? The Holy Spirit. 
Am I, is this making sense? Making a lot of sense to you? Watch this. He says, I'm leaving in my physical body, but to comfort you, to teach you, to guide you, to direct you, watch this, to keep this relationship that you and I have, watch this, I leave you someone. And that is the Holy Spirit. Now watch this, watch this. Many of us don't feel the closeness to God because we're not in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. We're walking in the desires of our flesh. And what's happening is we don't feel close to God because we are in the flesh. I'm, am I talking to you? Jesus said, listen, I leave you a helper. I leave you a helper. Look what he says here in verse 14. He says, I will ask the Father. Look what he says. And I will give you what? Another helper. That he may be with you. Somebody here today. You want to be close to God, but you don't want to be in the spirit. You, you want to walk in another spirit. You, you, listen, listen, listen. All, all you have to understand is that Jesus loves you and he did not abandon you. He left someone just as powerful as he is. And we're searching. For stuff. We're searching for significance. We're searching for this peace that we cannot find anywhere. And some of us possess it, but we don't express it. Are you with me? Watch, watch this, watch this. He says that he, you notice it's a capital H. You see that? It says he may be with you. You want to be close to God? You got to be in the spirit. It's impossible to be close to him. Watch this, but watch this though. Watch, here's what's so powerful about this. I can't shake him. Why? Because he's in me. The very thing that you're running for from is the very thing that's inside of you. You can't hide from the Holy Ghost. He's in you. You can grieve him to the point where he watches where you continue to disobey him. But watch this. He'll never leave you. Because the word forever means what? Forever. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Go to verse 17. Go to verse 17. Look what he says verse 17. He says, this is the what? The spirit of what? Truth. Whom the world. Oh. Jesus Christ. Boy, I, boy I'm trying to. I'm about to jump or something. I'm about to do something. Watch this. People come to God, right? They stay a little while. And then with the Holy Spirit, right? Watch this. They go back to the world. 
and they expect the world to receive them like they used to be. Why you think that drink don't taste the same no more? Y'all ain't trying not to see y'all get cute on me right there. Why, why do you think, amen, that herb doesn't affect you like it used to? Y'all ain't trying to hear me. No, y'all sanctified. I understand. Amen. You're taking what's precious in you and you're going back into the world and the Bible says the world cannot what? So if the world can't receive his spirit and his spirit lives in us, hello, lights and walls and camera action, hello, they're going to reject you. May I say this to you? When you got in, you got in. And guess what? You can't go back. Try. And many of you have been doing it. You've been trying to go back. Listen, how's that working out for you, boo? It ain't. You'll find yourself right back at this altar. Do I have a few people say amen? amen? You end up right back at this altar. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. That's how awesome it is. The God we serve who does not condemn us. Well, let me make this statement. When you leave God, you leave peace behind. Listen, more money is not going to bring you peace. Listen, listen, listen. If all your bills were paid and you had millions of dollars in the bank, you still would be searching for it. He says the spirit is in you. That's what brings us close. That's the, listen, that's what, that's the ingredient that keeps you and I connected. Somebody here this morning, I'm trying to help you with something. You're saying, Pastor, I've been trying, trying, trying. You ain't tried the spirit. Spirit of God is powerful. Spirit of God will reveal things to you. Spirit of God will guide you. He says he is the spirit of truth. The problem is, we can't handle the truth. Truth hurts. It's painful. Amen. Listen, listen, it's painful because you have to deal with yourself. He says, he says, he says, it, listen, listen, he says, I send him, the world can't receive him because it does not what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can read that one more time. They don't see him. They don't know him. But that but, that but means something. I'm not talking about the small butt, big butt, little butt, flat butt. I'm talking about that butt. Talk about that butt. That's a big old butt. <laughs> That's a big old butt, y'all. Tell you never say that's a big old butt. <laughs> See where your mind's going? See, I ain't said that. That's a big old butt, y'all. He says, but what? But who? Who? 
ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. How much do you know about him? He says, you know. Come on, somebody. You know, you know, you know when you were going to do some dirt. How, how he just said, hey, 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 where you going? She's like, man, what is that? Amen. You know you couldn't read one page of this Bible till you got the Holy Ghost in you. You know, you couldn't even lift your hands in church. Before you would come, you would feel like a stranger. Now you feel like a child of God. Now, now you can lift your hands. Now you got a little bit of confidence in yourself. Listen, because the Holy Ghost is in you. Now, I'm talking about staying with God, but I'm talking about, first of all, what's in you to cause you to stay with him. Jesus says, the world doesn't know him. But you know. But you know. But you know. But you know. Unless you don't know. And let me just explain something about phenomenology. Uh-oh. That's the study of the Holy Ghost. It's real simple. He's in you. And that thing that talks to you, that ain't your conscience. That ain't the devil on one shoulder and then the, the angel on the other shoulder. Now that ain't that. That's the spirit that spoke to you. When you were praying. That, that's the Holy Ghost saying, John, get your act together. Get, get yourself together. And see, he'll hit you just like that. See, the Holy Spirit will speak so you can understand. And, and let me give you something. Let me give you something. The longer you live with him, the better you get to know him. The more you walk in the spirit, guess what? The more sensitive you become to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Listen, you don't understand. I was a plum fool, y'all. And I used to go off the handle real quick. But the Holy Ghost. Oh, I can take some stuff now. Because the Holy Spirit restrains my tongue. I know him. How do you know him? I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and if you know him, you'll know how he operates. I got to go on. I got to quit. Watch what he says. He says, but you know him because what? He what? He abides where? With you and will be where? How can I taste the goodness of God and then have the audacity to walk away from him? Talk about I'm mad. Because I didn't get my way. I'm divorcing you. I, you know what? Me and God, we're separated. Y'all living together. Listen. You can't shake him, so either you're separated from him, he's right there in you. Do I have anybody? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Listen to this. Jesus gave them the Holy Ghost. He gave them his life on the cross. 
to make all this possible. Yet in the end, watch this, they left him. Watch this. One betrayed him. Peter denied him. And the rest of them deserted him. In the end. He prepared them for this, but yet they all left him. Can I ask you something? The last time you were in your mess, did he not bring you out? What happened? What, what's really going on? You see, watch this. He told them, I, pre- I go to prepare, I prepare a place for you. Listen, even Jesus on the cross felt separation. You know what he said? He says, Father, why have you forsaken me? Can I ask you something? Do you feel that kind of way? That, that distance from him when you're not committed to him? He says, why have you forsaken me, Lord? Why have you? Jesus felt separation on the cross. But guess what? He knew his father would bring him right back. Can I ask you something? Do you feel separation today from him? Let me ask you another question. Most people here today ignore it. Are you ignoring it? Listen to this. Eventually, you're going to have to deal with it. Listen to me real good. What do you do today if you have left him? What do you do to get back to him? All you have to do is come to him. Stop trying to be your own preacher. Your own pastor. Having your own church. Your own sanctuary. Amen. Come back to him. Let's look at this verse. Let's look at this verse. Watch this. Watch verse 27. He said, peace I leave with you. Verse 27. Peace I leave with you. See what he says? He says, not only do I leave you the Holy Spirit, but I leave you what? Peace. Why? Because they were distraught. He says, peace I leave with you. Now, this word peace means to join oneself to. So here's the thing. If you're going to stay with God, here's the first thing you need. You ready? You ready for this? Give it to me. You will be at peace with with God. Today I want to tell somebody something. Watch this. You can't have his peace if you're not at peace with him. And somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. You are not at peace with him. Matter of fact, you've been fighting him. You've been resisting the Holy Spirit. Listen, when you say, watch this, when you and I say we're with him, we will be at peace with him so that we can enjoy life no matter what the circumstances is. You can't have his peace if you're not at peace with him. 
And when you distance yourself from him, you're no longer at peace with him. The question this morning is, are you at peace with him? Listen, as many are looking for peace, and they won't find it. They try to find peace in their degrees. They try to find peace in their jobs. They try to find peace in a person. Until you're at peace with him, you won't be able to enjoy all of the blessings that he wants to give you. How can you enjoy his blessings and you're not at peace with him? Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, the peace I leave with you. Notice what he says. I'm leaving something for you. But we have to define this peace. This peace means well-being, security, uh, prosperity, all of that. But before you have all of that, you must be at peace with him. But when you stay with God, watch this second point. Watch what he says. He says, my peace I give to you. Second point, second point, second point. Not only will you be at peace with God, but you will possess. Listen, I can tell some people around here who got peace. It doesn't matter what's going on in their lives. They got a smile on their face and they're ready to serve God in spite of their nonsense. Listen, you have to be at, listen, you will possess his peace. It's in the active voice which suggests that the subject produces the action. So in other words, you don't have to do anything for it. He just gives it to you. But here's how you know if you're at peace with God, if you possess the peace of God, because you're at first at peace with him. When you stay with God, you'll have peace, y'all. What you've been so longing for and searching for, it can be found in him. Watch this, watch this. He says, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Now, let me tell you about worldly peace. Worldly peace involves this, escapism, avoiding trouble, refusing to face things. Come on, somebody. Amen. Unreality. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, pleasure, satisfaction, contentment, absent of trouble. Positive thinking and denial of problems. That's worldly peace. So give me my third point. Not only will you possess the peace of God, but you will recognize when you're being offered worldly peace. Satan wants to give you a substitute for his peace. So he'll give you worldly peace. Worldly peace. Can I something? Since the beginning of the world, since the fall, has there ever been peace on earth? Never. So can I ask you something? You get mad and you run back to the world because you're mad at God. You get mad at the people in church. Let me say something about people in church. We all messed up. Hello. We, we some throwed off people, man. I'm telling you right now. God, whew, hallelujah to his holy name. And if you're looking for perfect, you won't find it here. But I want to tell you something. We try to get better, though. 
But worldly peace, you can recognize when the devil is trying to lure you away. This is when you stay with God now. And stay in the spirit. You will recognize when you're being what? Offered what? Worldly peace. Listen to this. He says, not as the world gives you. You know what the world gives you? Limited stuff. Listen, listen. The world will give you peace with a string attached to it. There's always a stipulation. If you do this for me, I do this for you. And it's about a compromise. But God gives you a free gift of peace. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. You need peace. You've been searching and searching and searching to do this, and you done got better. You got new hair. You got new eyelashes. You got all that. But you still ain't got no peace. You got your toes done. You got your nails done. You still ain't got no peace. You got a new suit on. You got shiny shoes on. You got a new tie. Still ain't got peace. Worldly peace. Watch this. You know you have married, marriage problems, but you won't talk about it. That's worldly peace. So watch this. So you walk around like everything is good. Right? <laughs> and, then, and then guess what happened? One thing sets you off, and then both of you went cr- go crazy. You in the front room, she in the bedroom, and y'all tripping out. Ask me how I know. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Many leave God for this peace, and guess what? They end up disappointed, but you know what keeps them from coming back? Pride. Pride. Oh, I don't. I ain't going up there no more. Shoot, I did that before. You better keep coming till you get it. Till you get it right. Watch this. One more point. We're gonna go home. Park up those pits. Look what he said. This is what Jesus told them. Do not let your heart be what. No, let it be what. This is after he told them about all this peace. When you stay with God, the last thing, last point, you will not panic because you have God's peace. When the bills come due, when stuff just doesn't look right, When folk are talking about you and lying on you and all kinds of stuff. Listen, when trouble comes, you're going to be, man, yeah, what? What'd you say? Okay, we're going to take care of that. My God is faithful. You know why? Because I'm staying with God. I'm staying with God. And when you stay with God, you'll find that Jesus knew that they would face these trials. They never understood what was ahead, but he knows what's ahead in your life. Well, if you stay with God, y'all, you'll find out what the end will be. You know, a guy was watching a football game one afternoon, and he had the remote in his hand. The phone rang. He walked over to the phone with the remote in his hand. 
And while on the phone, he was, he was interested in keeping up with the game so he wouldn't miss anything. So what he did was he couldn't see the TV, but he figured at least he could listen to it while on the phone. He pointed the remote in the direction of the TV in an attempt to try to turn the volume up. Nothing happened. Because he was too far from the TV. It's not that the remote didn't work. Come on, somebody. It's not that the TV didn't work. You see, he was just too far. Sometimes Christians will say that God doesn't work anymore. When reality kicks in, when problems kicks in. Some of us may say Jesus doesn't work, the Bible doesn't work, the Holy Spirit does not work, but you know what the problem is? It's your vicinity. You are too far away from him. So as I close today, I want to encourage everyone in this church this morning to stay with God.